my message is entitled, Follow Me As I Follow Christ. Oh, God. Are y'all ready this morning? Now, I promise you, by the time we get out of here, y'all will be encouraged. Amen. I promise you. Amen. I know y'all are going, oh, Lord. Okay. (laughs) Follow me as I follow Christ. Hallelujah. If you will go with me to 1 Corinthians 11.1. Amen. I got this little printed Bible again, but I think I got better glasses on this time. I can see pretty good. I have the King James, the Amplified, the New American Standard, and the New International. Okay? All right here. Okay? Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Pattern yourselves after me. Follow my example as I imitate and follow Christ, the Messiah. Be imitators of me, just as I also am of Christ. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Oh, God. Let's go to, let me see here. I want to also do 1 Corinthians, uh, I believe it's 4, 16. Amen. Kind of want to throw this one in here too. 4, 16. 1 Corinthians Wherefore I beseech you, be ye followers of me. So I urge you, implore you, be imitators of me. Therefore I exhort you, be imitators of me. Therefore I urge you to imitate me. I'm driving this point home because as mothers, we are the picture of of the Holy Spirit, the picture of Christ in our homes. We embody the very uh, nature of God, the very nature of his Holy Spirit. We are a picture of that. When he sent the Holy Spirit, he says, know that I will send you a comforter. I will send you a teacher. And what do mothers do? We comfort. We have that innate ability that is just uh, made in us. It's just a part of who we are to be a comforter. We're the ones that our children run to when they've hurt themselves so that we can kiss their boo-boos and their hand is all dirty and they're sticking it up there for you to kiss. You're the one that holds your daughter in your arms when she's lost her first love to comfort her. You're the one that that calls upon them and, and, and encourages them and tells them, well, you didn't make it this time, but oh, you will make it the next time. We are the ones that are an encourager, a comforter. That is our being as a mother. You are such an integral part of the family and God set you and strategically positioned you so that he could pour out through you his love his attributes now I know this is Paul writing this but he is speaking in a manner when he says uh, earlier in the in the verse and in, in the fourth one he says we don't you don't have many fathers well I can say we don't have many mothers so you can follow me as I imitate Christ. Now you may not have children. You may be the one that says, well, I've never had children, but I promise you, you will be mothering somebody at some point in your life, even those that do not and have not been able to bear children, even those that may have lost children at some point in your life, because it is a natural part of who you are. You find yourself mothering, comforting, loving, and caring for someone somebody's child. I have a daughter. She does. She doesn't have children right now. She's not married. She's not supposed to have children right now. Amen. But she loves her nieces and her nephews. 
She loves gathering them and, and being with them and loving on them and caring for them. We have another daughter. She doesn't have any kids. And uh, one of the other daughters, we have a special needs child. And she felt in her heart that God had called her to take this baby into her home because mama was having a hard time. And she has the ability and she has the, 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 the wherewithal to deal with this. And she brought our special needs grandbaby into her home. And she's mother, comforter, the one that loves, protects. So even if you don't have children, we find ourselves with the innate ability to step into that place. Because God has put that in us. Oh God. Oh God. And so when... We say, follow me as I follow Christ. It is our responsibility as homemakers, okay? And no matter whether you go to work or you don't go to work, you are still a homemaker, amen? Because when you get home from your job, you have to make your homework, all right? So I, I don't get on the mamas that have to work, and I, I don't get on the mamas that stay home. Because personally, I think that you have to find your place and what you need to do and how you need to run your household. You have to find that place, and you have to function in that place. And you cannot allow the devil to beat you up about what you did or didn't do, or, or if you can or if you can't. Because we have so many single mothers today, they have to work. They have to be outside of the home. Are you hearing me? All right, so God gives us wisdom. He gives us a knowing. Have you ever just felt that something was going on with your kid? You know, you just feel it. You're like, something ain't right here. You know, you just get that, that, that sense. And, and I've had people that have known the Lord and walk with God know this. And I've had people that really have not known the Lord. But the Holy Spirit has been so gracious to them that he kind of nudges them and says, hey, something wrong. Something wrong. We feel it within us. That's the makeup of who you are. The magnificent being that you are, that God created you to be. That you would literally bring into your body a sperm that would attach to an egg and that would begin to grow and your body would incubate. And your body would begin to grow a human being. That breathes and lives and has a personality. Have you ever felt it when you were pregnant in in your body and you know this child is going to be a busy one because they're busy inside of you. And then you know the one that's going to be kind of serene because they're kind of serene inside of you. You can just kind of tell. Am I the only one that could do that? I could kind of tell. I knew my busy one. I was like, oh, Lord, when this one get here, I'm going to be busy all day. Hallelujah. You know, and then I had another one. I thought this was going to be easy. <laughs> you kind of knew ahead of time. You know, I mean, I know y'all can't understand this, but just hang in here with me because y'all are going to be imitators of Christ, too. Amen. And so, you know, these things and God has blessed you in so many ways that you would have this magnificent part that you could do, that you are the ones that bring life into the world. He used uses a woman to bring life out of her body into the world, a new spiritual being that comes out of you. Your responsibility is great. And you are greatly loved by Christ. And so we get in a position and we say, okay, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. I had a baby so young. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. It's always funny because I laugh and I, I tell my kids, I said, you know, if, if, if it's surprising y'all even lived, 
with all the knowledge that everybody has now, well, you know, you shouldn't eat this while you're pregnant because this can cause that. And, and my daughter just went down this whole list and I was like, well, what can you eat? You know, what can you do? Okay. Because when we were having kids, it was like, you just got pregnant and you just ate and did what you had to do. And you had a baby and you know, you just, you know, worked it out. You know, you sat on your lap and rode in the car. You know, now it's like, you put your kid in the car without a car seat, you terrible mother. And I'm like, come on, are you with me? Things have changed so much. They go online. You know, we didn't have anything online. If you didn't have an encyclopedia, and even in the encyclopedia, it didn't have how to be a mama. You know, it didn't have all that. Now they go online and they can, they tell you everything from A to Z. All this stuff, you know, and I'm like, how do you assimilate all of this? I would be uh, like freaked out the whole time. You know, thank God he gave it to me when he did. Okay. It's like, you know, how do you even do it? You know, they have this formula, that formula, this food, that food, natural food, whole food, all this stuff, this milk, that milk, but breast milk is the best milk and all the stuff that's going on that they tell you. You know, this seat and that seat. Well, if you put them in this seat, this seat has been ranked this and that seat has been ranked that. But, you know, you have to change them to this seat when they weigh this much. And then you have to change them to that seat when they weigh this much. Then you got to put that I, I put one of my grandbabies in the car seat. Took me 30 minutes to get them out. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Finally, I called my grandson. Can you please come and get her out of this car? I got the car running, the air on, because I don't want to burn up in there. You know, it's like, this is ridiculous, okay? It was so complicated to me. And he just came and just popped it. There it was. So different. But even in that, God was so gracious and so merciful that the natural instinct within you was to raise your child, was to protect your child, was to give to your child, to deny yourself so that your child would have I can remember, I laughed because, you know, I had five. And when we hit the dinner table, it was like, you better come eat. It won't be nothing left. So y'all better come eat. And so I, I learned to enjoy eating the neck, the back, and the heart, and the gizzard. I learned to enjoy eating those part of the chicken. Because you buy a whole chicken back then because we didn't have no money. So we had to cut up a chicken and cook it. Okay. So, so you learned, you know, to take the lesser in order to give to your children. You know, and so finally, when when a few of them left and I could get the breasts, it's like, that's all I'm eating. Hallelujah. (laughs) Okay. You know, but you're naturally going to provide and make sure that they have. And you're going to give to them because it's it's in you. And when you can't and, and things in your life have brought you to a place where you can't, there is still that place in you that you desire to be with your child. There is still that place in you where you desire to have that relationship. And I'm telling you that is a picture of God because God always desires to have a relationship with his children because we have to understand that God is neither male nor female. He is in the masculine context, but both male and female reside in him. And so we can see the attributes of who we are in an awesome father who created us. 
and how much he loved us and the relationship he wants to have with us and how he teaches us and how he naturally gives us these abilities as mothers to mother our children. And so we come to a place where we begin to understand that we are now to follow Christ because we want to give our children a foundation to stand on. And I want to tell you that you can talk to your children all day about God, but they are watching you. They are watching you as the mentor in their life. You are the ultimate mentor to your children. They are watching you. How do you handle this situation? How do you manage this? Are you speaking the word like the word tells us to when you sit down at your table? Speak of me. Are you singing psalms? Are you be preparing them? We went to this church and this young man had lost his daughter. I think she was like six or seven years old. Had this baby that long in his care. And she had an asthma attack and died in his arms while he was trying to do CPR to keep her alive. Died in his arms. And he preached a word out of his pain that your children are quivers. The arrows in your quiver, you carry down the back, they're arrows in your quiver. And when you pull them out and you pull them out, when you pull them out and they become tangible in your hands, then you take them and you put them into the bowl and you bring them back and you're pulling it back and you're aiming them to heaven. You're aiming them to heaven, not college, although it's good to go to college, not being a basketball star, although it's good if you want to be a basketball star, not being a CEO and a millionaire and a trillionaire and having everything and running all the time and building everything. And you got to go to the best school. You got to be in school when you're three years old so you know everything so that you can have a step ahead and you can be all this and all that stuff that we clutter it up with. And we are pulling them away from the direction that they should go to an eternity with God that we would have that place to be with our children even after we leave here that a relationship would continue and that we should pull and aim our children towards heaven are you aiming your children can they follow you as you follow Christ do you have the scriptures down inside of you do you understand forgiveness do you understand mercy do you understand what Jesus did when he came to this earth and he died for you and he died for your children and do you understand that the word of God says that when you know him that he blesses you to a thousand generations a thousand generations the blessing will go from this generation to that generation to that generation to that. His mercy will endure forever because you planted a seed in them of the word of God. Can they follow you as you follow Christ? Is your home God oriented or is anything and everything allowed in your home? Now, I'm not putting the law on anybody because God is a merciful God. And he loves us. But I am telling you that when you take your child and you begin to aim them, that you have to be shooting towards something. And as you're shooting towards something, then you have to be able to stand and, and help. This is where you go. This is how you do it. This is what, yeah, this is where you, yes. Okay. Now you did that wrong. Let me shift you over here. Let me get the arrow to fly straight. Because when we begin to launch them out, they, they, they wiver and they quiver and they, they, they begin to, and you gotta be the mom that stands and pushes it back. Let me push it back here. Let me push you back here. Let me get you back in. And sometimes, all the time, you have to be the mom that says, let me walk out in front of you. Let me show you how it's done. Let me show you how to pray. Let me show you how to talk to God. 
Let me teach you the ways of God, not condemn you, not talk about you, not try to get you to look like a carbon copy of who we are, not fulfilling our dreams in you, but allowing you to be the person that God has called you to be, but guiding you into the principles because we know that these principles promise you everlasting life. We know that these principles promises that when you wear and you, you, you wave away from where you should be going in the direction you should be going in, that these principles will bring you back. They'll bring you back. How many mothers have been on their faces praying for their children? You never know. I would go in my bedroom and lay down and cry praying for my children still do to this day there are things that they go through and I find myself I'll go out in my garage we have a room out there I'll go out there and I begin to call out to God and I'm crying I'm saying Lord I know you got them in your hands I know you're working with them Lord I know your mercy endures forever father I thank you Lord that they will not forsake what they have learned when they were young father I thank you Lord that there is a hedge of protection round about my children father they are taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace Lord I thank you father that you are positioning them I thank you that favor rest on their life, Father. I thank you that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. Oh God, they may not be able to pray for themselves right now, so I'll jump in front of the devil's arrows and I'll stand in the gap. I'll touch them and I'll touch heaven for them. I'm standing in the gap for them. I've aimed them towards you, Lord. Oh God, but I know sometimes you gotta pray over them, Lord. I know sometimes you gotta fast. I know sometimes you gotta talk to them. I know sometimes you gotta guide them. I know sometimes you gotta hurt their feelings, oh God, but I'm sending them straight your way, Lord. I'm trusting you, Lord. I know that wherever they go and whatever they do father that I am praying over them and the effectual prayers of the righteous availeth much so I know that they will be all right and so I tell them look at me look what I've gone through I'm still here I didn't do it perfect I missed it sometimes but you can watch me make the turn I may stumble as I make the turn and I may have to, I may have to, oh God, I may have to crawl and get back, but I make the turn. Watch me make the turn. Watch me. Watch me cry out to God. Watch me when I mess up and cuss somebody out. Come back and repent. Come on now. We live in a for real world. You for real people. Come on. You get your feelings hurt. You talk crazy. Watch me. Watch me repent. I don't hide and repent. Do it in full view of my children. I'm sorry. I messed it up. Made a mistake. Went back and apologized to my kids about different things. I missed it when you were young. I missed it. I'm sorry for that. You would be surprised what one I'm sorry would do for your children. That we do not get caught up in pride. Because, see, they look at you. They know you. They know you're not perfect. And when we try to act perfect, then they look at you like a hypocrite that you are. Me too. There's always some contradictory thing going on. I'm striving to be perfect. I'm pressing towards the high calling. want to be, but I'm not perfect. That's why I needed a Savior. That's why I needed Jesus. That's why when God looks at me, he sees me through Jesus. He sees me through the blood. He sees you through the blood. Therefore, there is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. That's for all of us that didn't do it right.
that missed it. All of these things, because Jesus knew he left for us the ability to pray, the ability to teach and guide, the ability to comfort, the ability to position yourself not to condemn. It is so easy when you're not going through it to place a level of condemnation on our children because we think that that might help them turn to God. But how many of you know that every one of us that know the Lord, he won us by his love, by his love. And so I encourage you as a mother, yes, we have to discipline. Yes, we have to teach. Yes, we have to correct. But the greatest thing that you could ever do to guide your children through Christ is to love them with the love of Christ. Because how many of you know there is no depth that your child can go to that you stop loving them? Okay, they cuss you, act, act ugly, and you still love them. Okay, picture of our Father in heaven. Picture of him. Picture of the likeness that we are of him. And so I say we follow Christ. We position ourselves to follow him. We begin to study his word. We begin to find out who he is. It's not a hard thing. It's not a hard thing to rest in the love of Christ. We begin to find out who he is. That is your best chance of bringing your child up and seeing your child succeed is to bring them up with the knowledge that Christ is for them. Your best chance. So we tell them, watch me do it. Watch me pray. Watch how I handle it. Watch where I go. That's why it's important for you when you come into church on Sunday morning, all my kids know whether their hair was combed, whether they was dressed all the way or not. That's my baby back there. Uh, they were in church, wiping, yeah, wiping their eyes, cracking out their eyes and stuff. We was at church. Okay, I wasn't one of them mamas that said, oh, you just need to make, they need to be old enough to make their own choice. No, they don't. It's my job to guide them. It's my job to shoot them towards the point that they need to be going. So it was like you come to church whether you like it or not. Because at least if I have you with me and you're watching me come to church, do as I do. Do as I do. They watch me praise God. They watch me dance across the whole front of the church, run around the church and praising God and thanking the Lord for what he did for me. I was not ashamed to worship my God in front of my children. I was not ashamed to lay on my face and pray in front of my children. I was not ashamed to lay hands on them and claim their deliverance and their healing in the name of Jesus. I was not ashamed to do these things. You cannot be ashamed of the God who saved you because when you do these things, they begin to experience God. They begin to imitate you. My first husband died of cancer and I can remember, I believe it was my daughter Lisa. We have been teaching and we have been talking about uh, laying hands and praying and, and uh, he had a cold <clears throat> laying on the couch sick and she went up and laid hands and said, in the name of Jesus and he said electricity went through his body he was up no fever healed your children <clears throat> watching you simple child faith What a joy. How powerful is that? Just by observing 
I don't recall, you know, going to them and saying, well, this is how you do it. You know, you walk up to them, you lay hands on them, and you say, in the name, I didn't do any of that. Just by watching. Do as I do. We are not a do as I do generation. We're always telling our children what to do, and then they look at us and we're not doing it. We are the exact opposite of what we're asking them to do. This is from young mothers to older mothers. I've seen it all along, and I've done it myself. Because you, you know what's right, but it's not always easy to do what's right. We know what's right. You know, not always easy to do it. I can testify to that. Sometimes it's downright hard to do it, and sometimes we just don't want to do it because it is hard to do it, and so we just don't. Okay, let's be for real. Okay. But as much as possible, as much as we can, as much as is within us, let your children see you following Christ. Set a bar for them. You don't have to beat them up to reach it, but just set it up there. And I promise you, when they get older, they'll look back and they'll say, Ma'am, Mama, I remember Mama prayed. I remember Mama was in church, okay? I remember my mother didn't condemn me when I did something wrong. She just loved me, and I just loved being with her. I'm okay. Do and follow me as I follow Christ. Develop, develop your walk with Christ and develop it in front of your children. Develop it in front of them. And they'll follow and imitate you. They'll follow and imitate you. And then you turn and you help them do it. You say, okay, they're old enough now. You say, listen, is this what you want? This is what you're believing for? Let me give you some scripture here. This is how you stand on that. We had scripture on our wall, and we said, pray that every day. Pray that every day. They had it memorized. The little ones up, they, they had it. It was on the wall, you know. And, and we would stand there, and we would recite that. And then after a while, they could recite it by themselves. Now I'm turning you loose. This is how you do it. I'm guiding you. This is how you do it. And now you do it. And I'm going to watch you do it. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to watch you do it. Okay, now it's time for you to say the dinner prayer. Okay, now it's time for you to bless it. You know, and, you know someone's like, thank you, Lord, for this food. Bless it. Amen. You know, thank you. They prayed. Amen. You know, you begin to allow them the opportunities to practice the word of God in their life. You begin to hand them a track and let them hand the track to somebody. You're training them. You're beginning to release them. Now they're following you as you follow Christ, but now you're beginning to launch them out. And then you have to release them. And when you release them, you have to trust that you have done enough, that you have spoken the words, that you have been an example, that you have taught them, that you have guided them, and then you turn them loose. And you say, now take it and run for it. Just run with it. Run with it. Because these are the times when you're not around. And they're in a position that they know how to call on the name of Jesus. And you're nowhere to be found. But you know that you've given them his name. You know that you've helped them to understand that there is power in that name. And now they can take that name and they can use that name. And now they can call you and they can say, oh, mom, hey, I prayed over this. And guess what? It happened. Praise the Lord. Now you've launched them out. Your hands are off. You're trusting God. You're trusting God. And and sometimes they may go a direction you don't want them to go. And you have to keep your hands off just long enough so God can handle it. And God can teach them. And God can turn them. Because now God is taking over. And he's molding. And he's making. And he's teaching. And he's bringing them to a place so that somebody can follow them. Follow me as I follow Christ. Now I want to talk to you about how much God loves, loves moms 
loves us, cares for us. Because a lot of times I think we feel like we've done it wrong. We, we didn't get saved until later on. Our children are grown. But I want you to know that even after they're grown, and if you were not in the word when they were little, that you have a place that you can pray and you can trust God and you can still see God work in their life. They may have come up in a completely ungodly home because you just didn't know. God is not condemning your children to hell because of that. Trust me. Okay, you have a place that you can come to him and you can pray over them and you can offer them to the Lord for the spirit of God to teach him. I remember many, many times I would always pray, Lord, they're not listening to me right now. Can you please send somebody into their pathway that they would hear? They don't want to hear it from me. So, Lord, send somebody. Send a send one of your servants, Lord. And sure enough, slowly but surely. They start meeting people of God and people that are speaking into their lives and people that are pouring into them. So it's never too late. It's never too late. And I say that it's never too late because let me go back here. I I don't want to do that one first. Let me go over here. My God. Well, I want to tell you, it's never too late. Okay. How? Oh, God. My God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, 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 Luke 7 And we'll start at 11, okay? We'll start at 12. Now, as as he approached the gate of the city, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother. And she was a widow, and a sizable crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her. Now, how many of you know if he did, it's too late? You It's like, okay, it's too late. Come on. Talk to me. Come on. Y'all with me? They're dead. I missed it. No more chances. I'm burying my son. Come on. Let's just kind of think that maybe this mom didn't do it all right. And maybe her son was murdered or got killed because he was out doing something wrong. And so she's standing up there thinking, I've missed it. I didn't raise him good. He got out there and died like that. Come on. Let's just, this is just, this kind of imagine a few things here. Okay. And can you imagine her hurt and her pain? Knowing that she didn't do it right and he didn't get it right. And now he's gone too late. Come on. I'm not saying this was a circumstance. I just kind of imagine all different scenarios when I, I read the word of God sometimes. And then I see that. Wow. I wonder what happened. Why did he die so young? And, and here she is a widow. And they're, and they're bringing out and doing the funeral procession. And, 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 and when the Lord saw her, he felt compassion for her and said to her, do not weep. And he came up and touched the coffin and the bearers came to a halt. And he said, young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. I want to tell you those places in your children's lives where you think it is dead to you. You think that they have gone so far that there's no hope. You think that you have messed it up so bad that you will never see them come to the Lord. You just said, I just, I just throw up my hands. Lord, I'm weeping. I'm crying. I didn't do it right. I missed it. I wasn't there. I was a drug addict. I was gone. I left them. I sent them out for adoption, whatever. And it's hopeless now. Do you understand how much compassion Jesus had for this woman? How much he felt the love in his heart for her that he would go to a dead son, a dead situation, and he would touch it and he would say, arise. And that he would take that child and present him back to his mother. 
Don't tell me God does not see us as mothers. Don't tell me that any situation is so far gone that God cannot touch that situation and bring it back to life. He is showing us how much he loves us, the compassion that he has for us as mothers, the compassion that he has for the woundedness that we bear when we miss it. He's there to heal your heart and to bring the fullness of your joy back to you by bringing you, your child, alive again. Don't give up on your children. Don't give up. Keep pressing in. Keep talking to God. Keep crying out to him because he is a God that resurrects the dead. And he will resurrect the dead things in your life. That's the kind of God that we serve. He loves you like that. He loves you like that. Keep hoping in Christ. Keep hoping. Keep pushing your faith out there. That's hard sometimes, but keep pushing it out there. Keep speaking it. Keep crying out. In your tears, he has compassion on you. He will deal with those dead things and bring back to life what you felt was dead to you. My God. Now go with me to Matthew. Oh, God, this is my last one. I'm going to close after this. And mm, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank oh, God. Thank you. Je- thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, because I know I missed it someplace. Hey, God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, things I thought were dead, he, re- he resurrected in my life. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. Do not get offended. When you pray and you don't see results right away, do not get offended. Stay your ground, stay confessing the word, and stay on top of it. Stay with it. Let's go to 1522. And a Canaanite woman from the region came out and began to cry out, saying, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David, my daughter is cruelly demon-possessed. How many of you have felt at some point in life that your kids like they, but they are demon possessed, Lord? They are just, they are crazy. Hallelujah. Ain't nothing I can say to them. They are just cruelly out here acting a fool. And I know there's a devil in them. Uh huh. But he did not answer her a word. Have you been crying out and, and praying and, and you feel like, God, you're not answering me. You're not hearing me. I'm crying out to you. And they still acting a fool, full of the devil. And his disciples came and employed him, saying, send her away. She keeps shouting at us. What's that? Have you ever been in church and you're crying out to God? And you've been in places and you're saying, I'm believing for my child. I'm believing they're going to be right. God's going to bring them back. God's got it. God's in control. I know God's going to help them. And people are telling you, girl, you just need to shut on up. That boy is so crazy. He ain't going to never come back to God. What's wrong with you? How come you talking all that crazy stuff? You got to keep talking. Keep standing. Keep believing. Even when you don't hear from Christ and even when people are telling you, why don't you just shut up and go home? Let them die. Leave them alone. What are you even praying for them for? They're hopeless. Keep pressing in. They said, send her away because she keeps shouting at us. But he answered and said, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Oh, she could have got offended just with that. <laughs> Who you think you are? I'm human. I, don't I deserve some grace? Don't I deserve some mercy? 
Don't my child deserve to be safe? How come my kid ain't making it like their kid's making it? Mm-mm. But she came and she began to bow down before him saying, Lord, help me. I cannot tell you how many times I prayed for my children and I didn't feel like I was getting one word of answer. And I came all the time running to the altar of God, flinging myself on the floor in front of him, laying at his feet, crying out for my children. Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy on my children. You are Lord. You are the King of Kings. I know you can do it, Lord. I know, Lord. I know you can. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm not leaving. I'm waiting. And he answered her and said, it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Now, you know, she could have really got offended there. It really means the little puppies, the whelping dogs, the little puppies. And she could have really just said, well, you know, forget you. I'll go out there and figure out how to do it. She could have easily gotten offended. Come on now. She could have easily got offended with that. But she said, yes, Lord, but even the dogs feed on the crumbs which fall from their master's table. I tell you what, I've been some crumb grabbing Christian at some time and other times. I didn't feel nothing. I didn't think nothing was going on. I said, Lord, I will take the crumbs. I will lay down here at your feet till you drop a crumb for me because I know run crumb from your table can save my child. Come on now. Then Jesus said to her, oh woman, your faith is great. It shall be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed at once. Have you ever had one of them at once moments? Oh, God. God, don't get tired of talking to God about your children. Don't get tired of coming to him and laying at his feet, even though they seem like nothing's happening, like God is not moving on your behalf and on their behalf. Don't get tired. Don't get offended. Don't get offended. Stay your ground. Stay with it. Stay with Christ. Because again, one crumb is all it takes. All it takes. And deliverance comes. Follow me as I follow Christ. Because just like you prayed over your child, trust me, when they have children, they'll go through something. And they will know the principles of getting on their face and praying for their children. The blessing comes from generation to generation to generation to generation. Teach your young men and teach your young women how to follow Christ. That they, in turn, would teach the next generation and the next generation. Because his mercy endureth forever. There will be mercy for them. There will be grace for them. Teach them how to tap in to that place with Christ. And I want to tell you again, it is never too late. There is no sin so great. Not one. There's nothing that you ever did. And I truly mean this. No depth that you have ever gone to. That if you cried out to Christ, that he will hear you. And he will rescue you. It is never too late to stand up and begin being the mother that God called you to be. It is never too late. 
it is never too late that if you're not and you haven't brought children out of your own body to come up along a young woman or a young man and begin to mother them and begin to speak into their life and begin to help them. God has a calling for each and every one of us. It is never too late. Your gift is never wasted. You are never wasted as being a woman. Ever. Ever. Magnificently and wonderfully made. Take a hold to Christ. I don't care if you just came into when you can have kids or if you can never have kids again. You're old and you feel like you've ruined your whole life. The very moment, at that moment, can shift and change everything. Everything. Grab hold to Christ. Grab a hold to him. Let him continue to mold and to make you. Because, see, he's called you. He has anointed you. He's appointed you. He fashioned you. He fashioned you. Skillfully, tenderly fashioned you. And then placed you. Oh, God. And he still will tenderly and compassionately fashion you. It's never too late. It's never too late. Ever too late. And so this morning we have about 10 minutes to 12. And I just, can you, um, I give myself away, please. Can you bring that up softly for me? I just want to ask if your mom, I just want to play for moms today. And you just, you just want some agreement with you that, Lord, I just, I want to be the one that my kids can follow that. I want to teach them how to love you, Lord. I want to be an example to them. And I just want to recommit myself to that father. And then I want to pray for that one that says, you know, Lord, I, I, I really messed it up. I missed a whole lot of opportunities. I was so hurt myself. I, I just didn't know. And so, Lord, I, I need you to heal me because I want to be that example to my daughter. I, I'm not ashamed. I give it all to you. I lay it at the cross. Use me. If you can use anything, you can use me. I know you've forgiven me. I'm just having a little bit of a problem assimilating that into my behavior and where I'm at. And so, Lord, I just, if you would just touch me this morning. I want to pray for that young mother that says, I, I, I'm just, I'm just struggling I, I, so much being, it's kind of overwhelming at times. And, and Lord, I'm just not sure if I'm doing it all right. And the Lord says, I want to just meet you in that place and help you and touch you. I want to talk to that grandmother that has watched her grandchildren just spin out of control. And you're saying, oh, God, I'm praying for them. I'm lifting them up to you, Lord. I just want to pray for mothers this morning. I just want to touch and agree with you. Can you bring this music up for me? So if you just want to slide out of your seat and just come up here this morning, you might just be that mom that says, you know what, Lord, I think I'm doing, I'm doing okay, but I sure love having you in, in here with me. I, I need you. I need to be on the God team. I, I, I need to be working with you, Lord. I need your wisdom. I, I, I need you, Jesus. I just, I need you, Lord, to do this mother thing. I, I, I don't know if I can do it by myself. I'm going to ask you guys to move as close up to the altar as you can, if you would, please. I, I, I don't know about all this. You know, I, I need your help, Lord. I, I need you, Jesus. I'm calling out to you this morning, Lord. I'm bringing my babies to the altar this morning. Those that are just, you just, I just want to lay them at the altar this morning. I, I, I just, I, I need your help, Lord. I need you, Father. Mm. 
I give myself away this morning, Lord, because I want you to use me, Father. I want you to use me. I want, I want you to use me as the example in my home. I, I want my children to see me serving you. I want my children to see me loving you, Lord. But I need your strength. I, I need your guidance. I need you, Jesus. I, I need you, Lord. And so I just want to give all of me into your hands this morning, Lord. That you would guide me, that you would love through me, that you would touch through me, that you would teach through me, Lord. In every area that I've missed it, oh, Father, we say right now, in the name of Jesus, the blood covers, the blood washes. Oh, God. Oh, Father, from this point forward, we walk away renewed. We walk away healed. We walk away restored. Oh, God. We walk away with condemnation shaken off of us. We walk away free to live freely in him. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. No weapon, no weapon formed against this. No weapon shall prosper. No weapon. I thank you, Father, for mother's prayers, oh God, that have reached the very throne room of heaven. And are effectively at work even now. Oh God. Oh God. I thank you for the prayers. Oh God, the prayers of a mother, Father, that are going forth, Lord. And oh Father, that are moving, Father, and penetrating, Lord, and correcting, Father. Oh God, thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father, for touching this morning, Father. Oh God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. No weapon. No weapon formed against this family shall prosper in the name of Jesus. You shall see my salvation, says the Lord. Oh, God, hallelujah. No thing, no, God, no thing, oh, God. Releasing it all in the name of Jesus. All of it, therefore, there is no condemnation. Hallelujah. Following, following perfect forgiveness. Oh, God, perfect grace, oh, God. Perfect love, perfect forgiveness, perfect grace to a thousand generations. Oh, God, activating to a thousand generations from generation to generation. Hallelujah. Oh, God, oh, Father, strengthen this mom as her prayers go forth, breaking the chains of the enemy. Oh, God, breaking them right now, Father, breaking every chain of the enemy. She's not offended, Lord. Oh, God, she's not offended. She's not turning back. She's pressing in. She's pressing in. She's pressing in and so see the salvation of the Lord on her family in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praying and covering. Oh, God, continually praying and covering. Continue to pray and cover. Continue like a blanket that covers your prayers. Cover like a blanket that covers. Praying a hedge of protection round about your family. I've heard. I've heard. And answers flow from heaven to you. Oh, God. Oh, God, touch right now, Father. Give wisdom, Father. Give wisdom. Oh, God. Oh, Father, praying a hedge of protection around this young one. Lord, protection, Father. Wisdom, Father. Oh, God, binding the enemy from trying to bind her up right now. In the name of Jesus, releasing, Father, your wisdom into her right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Binding the enemy. Oh, God, continue to bind the enemy. Continue to speak. Oh, God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
him. Hallelujah. Let compassion and love rule your heart. Let compassion and love rule your mouth. Let compassion and love rule, says the Lord. Rule, says the Lord. Lord, I thank you for this praying mother right now, Father. I thank you, Lord. Oh, God, I thank you that just like a mother, like this little mother duckling and all the little chicks following behind, the little just following behind, following, laying down an example, Father, in all the places, Lord. I can hear her say, but oh, God, I've missed so many places. But oh, God, God says, but I have not. I have not missed not one, not one. I stand in the gap. I stand, I stand, I stand, I stand for you. When the Father sees you, he sees me. Grace, grace, and more grace. My God, my God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, right now, Father. I thank you, Lord. Revelation, Father. Revelation, Lord. I thank you, Father, that you shall touch this body, and she shall yet mother her children. She shall see them grow. There shall be a light in her home. Cause her to be a light, a beacon of light in her home. Father, I thank you that her mouth, her actions, her attitudes, and everything about her, Father, speaks you. Speaks you in Jesus' name. Mercy, Lord. Compassion, Lord. Grace be unto you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Pray. Pray in more prayer. Hallelujah. I'm listening. I'm working. I'm shifting. I'm correcting. I'm calling. For long have you prayed. Long have you watched. Long have you cried out. But, oh, woman, the crumbs are falling from the table. It only takes one. Woo, my God. My God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Continue, Lord, anointing, Father. Continue to continue, Father. Oh, God, continue, Father. I speak right now. I speak right now, Father. Great wisdom. Wisdom I shall pour out of you. But a temperance of love, a temperance of love shall flood over you. Just flooding over you. Flooding. Flooding over you. Oh, God, I've called you to be an example. Mercy, 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 mercy and more mercy. Mercy, he said, mercy, mercy, mercy. I have given him mercy shall flow from you. Mercy, he said, mercy, mercy, mercy. Tender love. Tender love. I just hear him saying tender love flowing like rivers of flowing water. Gushing and rushing. Mother, continue to mother for it shall never leave your bosom, says the Lord. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hallelujah. 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 Call them by name. 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 I speak peace to this mother right now. Peace, be still. Be still. Be still. All those things. Be still. All those. He said, peace. Be still. The peace of God washing over you. The peace of God washing over you. The peace of God washing over you. For I have them in my hand. For great has been your prayers. Great has been your call. Now I give you my peace in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Hallelujah. Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For every mother, I just pray a joy on you today. <laughs> that there would just be a joy on you today. Rejoice in what God has given you. Rejoice in the fact that God is still working. Rejoice in the fact that it's not over. Hallelujah. His hand is on you. His hand is on your feet. Hallelujah. Come on up here, Carrie. I didn't lay hands on you. You my little mama here. Come on. Come on up here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The devil is a liar. Devil is a liar. And he has lied from the very beginning. He is a liar. And all of those things that he has just rehearsed to you are lies from the pit of hell. Lies. He has called you really to be a mother to mothers. Wow. Mm -hmm. I had a dream when, when I was gone and the enemy was striking at your feet and he was striking at your feet and trying to throw you off balance, just striking at your feet and striking at your feet because there are, there are many young people that, that are young women and they're looking at you and they're watching you and they're listening to you. Mm -hmm. and, and when you've called and you've been set apart to be a example, it becomes difficult. Because the weight that when the, what that pastor said, he said blessing and, and it was blessing and something they're both weighty. And, uh, you know, they're, they're weighty. A blessing is weighty. There's weight to it. And sometimes it can almost be crushing if we're not bearing that blessing with the grace of God. The blessing and the burden, they both have weight. And you've been carrying a burden and you're not supposed to. Oh, God. He said the blessing is weighty. He says, all you got to do is just step over into the blessing side. And see, we equate blessing with nothing going wrong and having every need met and all that going on. That's not always blessing. Blessing is peace in the midst of the storm. Blessing is faith. Blessing is standing. Blessing is standing in the gap, touching this and touching that. Oh, God. And he said, step into the blessing side because I I'm opening up a door. You do not go through things for nothing. Not for nothing. I never take my children through for nothing. Um, you'll come out on the other side entirely wanting nothing. Says nothing. You'll come out entirely wanting nothing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, I speak a, a, just a, a joy. Just a joy, a laughter, a joy. Ah, you gave it to me once, Lord. I remember when it came. Hey, God, I, I pray a joy, a knowing in her soul, a knowing in her spirit that all things work together for the good, that those who love you, Lord, and everything that the enemy has stolen, he has to repay sevenfold. Sevenfold, he has to give back. Give it back now in the name of Jesus. It comes back flooding and overtaking. In Jesus' name, I'm teaching you right now. I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you right now. I'm teaching you. Teaching you how to fight. I'm teaching you how to stand. I'm teaching you. Walk on the water, daughter. Keep your eyes on me and walk on the water of this circumstance, says the Lord. My God. My God.
My God, yeah. My Lord, praise God. Let's stand together. Would you stand? Hallelujah. The Bible says in the mouth of truth and witnesses, let a word be established. Before First Lady even got up this morning, I had, I'm an early, early riser, and God spoke to me about joy. Joy. And that confirms in the mouth of two or three. Joy is coming to your house. Hallelujah. I said, Joy is coming to your house. Yes. Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost. I said, Joy is not my word, it's God's word. Oh, joy is coming to your house. Your house. Oh, joy is coming to you. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit as well as the house you live in. Joy is coming to you, woman, to you, lady, to you specifically today, today. The Lord reminded me ever since Eve in the garden, the Satan has hated the woman. Yes. When God prophesied through the woman that, yeah, I'm going to bruise his heel. He's going to bruise your heel, but you're going to crush his head. What you bear is going to crush the devil's head. And the devil has not forgot it ever since. And so he has teed off on the woman. You know that's true. You know that's right. You know why I'm talking is right. I may have taken blow after blow and hit after hit. And the devil hates the woman. But God loves the woman. He's restoring her to her rightful place in God. Not where man has tried to put her. Not what man has tried to put her down or women or whoever. God is restoring her to her rightful place. Man didn't give it to her. God gave it to her. Hallelujah. And so I speak over you healing today in closing. Would you reach out your hand just to receive his blessing? Father, I thank you for healing every wound, every hurt. I thank you for bringing joy, unspeakable and full of glory. I thank you for bringing joy today on this Mother's Day. I thank you, Father, the release of joy into every woman's life, everyone's life, but especially the woman today because we are celebrating and honoring her, especially the mother and the mothers-to-be, and the mothers who've been and continue to be, grandmothers and whatever. Lord, I thank you for bringing joy in many multiple ways, ways that only you can bring in many dimensions, many situations, many areas. Joy today is the word we will take with us today. Joy in Jesus. I thank you for what you're doing for her now, your love. Thank you for this wonderful message. Thank you for this wonderful mother that you spoke it through. We bless her. Amen. We bless this mother. Bless her real good, Lord. And let that blessing flow and bless everyone that has been under the sound of her voice. Thank you, Father. I bless this Mother's Day and every mother and every woman in this place and men too. Amen. You're going out blessed too. God's giving you joy, healing all the wounds, pouring in the oil of joy. In Jesus' name.